0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Wildwood podcast. Wildwood is an agency in the capital region of New York State that provides supports for people of all ages with autism and other developmental disabilities. We support over 3,000 people and families. Our mission is to strengthen the well-being of the people and their families through innovative supports. Our organization values are respect, integrity, creativity, and holism. We strive to infuse them in all that we do. We here at the Behavior and Therapeutic Supports team welcome you to your Wednesday Beats, your weekly source of behavior and therapeutic support strategies, where we talk everything from supporting positive behaviors to caregiver self-care. We hope that today's show provides you with the tools to help navigate the rest of your week. Brought to you by Wildwood Programs.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to your weekly beats with you today is Ingru martinez that's me and my co-hosts britney alex and Kaylin. hi
0: hey hey everyone
1: so today we wanted to talk to you guys about grief we had uh briefly thought that we were go- going to continue with the um the vignette but instead we decided to talk about grief because it's something that we're all experiencing in many different ways so when we think about griefs we're thinking about losing someone important to us but i was just recently reading an article that my supervisor shared with us where psychologists are talking about griefs in a more general way meaning that we're not only experiencing grief when we're losing people that we love we're also experiencing grief when we're losing uh things that we used to for instance due to covid our lives have been turned upside down and inside out and so there are many things that we've all been able to do for many many years that all of a sudden we can't anymore and that is a form of grieving we are and and the article called it a living grieving because it's not something that we're going to grieve for a little bit a a little bit of a period of time but we're going to grieve for a long time continuously like for example we're grieving not being able to see each other not being able to do the things that we do all the time even things that we do to keep our mental health stable things that we do to cope with stresses we are not able to do those anymore because gyms are closed Um, nightclubs are closed if you go out dancing to relieve stress that's something you can't do anymore Mm -hmm. so that's what we want to talk to you guys about
2: yeah so things just look different now. There's no way getting around that, right? And so I think when we we're talking about grief, we're talking about the changes that we're adapting to in our day-to-day lives, even just going to the grocery store, getting gas, all of those things that bring up different emotions. I know for myself, when I have to leave the house, I just even like packing my mask for me is kind of like, oh, that's a reminder, you know, of just what's going on and the different little things that we can no longer do, the people we can maybe no longer see, um, or yeah, yeah, the, the vent, the, like, ability to, like, feel safe in one's community is is now kind of shook a little bit um and this is different on different scales for everybody hopefully everyone's out there taking care of themselves but i think we're all experiencing it on a different level and there's different i guess emotions that go along with that and i think grief really does encompass it because grief grief is is not just one emotion Mm -hmm.
0: right And at its core, what grief is, is loss. Yeah. You know, like Ingrid was saying, you know, whenever you hear the phrase grief, you think of death. You think of losing a loved one or something like along those lines. But grief just means loss. And we have lost a lot over the past few months. Changes in routine, like Brittany's saying, lack of ability to just partake in your daily life. That's a huge thing that we need to grieve and that a lot of people haven't given themselves the time to grieve.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, no one
0: really takes a step back and says, "You know what? Yes, this sucks." And it doesn't just suck for, you know, reasons that it's hard or difficult. It's because I had a life and that life is very different today than it was 4 months ago.
2: Yep. Even and if your job is still going and your job was still going, if you are, you know, like, "Oh, COVID-19 didn't change anything for me." There's still parts and pieces of the community and the world at large that have changed, whether it was for you loved ones, family members. Um, Sorry, Alex, I didn't mean to cut you off, (laughs) but I was just thinking, you know, there are people out there that have continued to be working and they're like, oh, you know, I've heard it, at least from a few people in my circle, like, you know, it didn't really change anything for me. I'm still going to work. I'm still doing the same things I was doing. Um, but it's when they go out into the community that it's changed and that's when it kind of hits them and they get that um anger that kind of comes across with grief of like you know this is Mm -hmm. different
0: and it's much easier to be angry than it is to be sad yeah so that's why so many people are angry and pushing for things to go back to normal everyone wants it to go back to normal because it's upsetting you know it's a lot of people are pushing for that not because it's the right decision, but because it's so upsetting to have your world flipped upside down. It's so frustrating and it's such a struggle to every day think, this isn't what my life was. This isn't what I had planned for these months. You know, plans are another thing a lot of people are grieving. As silly and almost like bougie as it may sound, grieving a vacation is a big thing that a lot of families are doing right now tons of people have planned getaways or even just a weekend where you're getting out of your house that now people haven't been able to do or still aren't able to do and that's difficult it's upsetting it's sad and it's something that it's hard to put that label on like ingrid said at the beginning these are feelings that we don't really have a good grasp on that we don't really have a good word for and grief is that word
3: Mm -hmm. and i think too for me at least every day might look different. Some days I think I'm rocking this whole thing. I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. I'm being productive. And then the next day I feel totally unproductive. I'm feeling down. I'm feeling disappointed. And so I think it's totally normal to have all those emotions, you know, at different times, sometimes at the same time. And it can be confusing,
0: right? What to call it, how to label it. It's it's tough. And I'd say you're being ambitious, labeling it day by day. For me, it's sometimes it's hour by hour. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'll wake up and say, "Okay, eight o'clock. Uh, I'm working. I'm getting things done." And then nine thirty rolls around. and I said, "You know, I think I'm gonna cover myself in a blanket and lay on the couch and do nothing because mm-hmm. I my brain just can't work right now. Okay. You know, it's so different and so difficult to navigate. And mm-hmm. I think that difficulty navigating it is one of the bigger struggles that people are having. You know." Mm-hmm. People may be able to identify this is a grief, this is a loss, but then it's, what do we do with that? Right. Do we just sit and wallow or what can we do?
1: Right. I think the best that we can do is accept at the moment the feelings that we're having. So at that moment, if we understand that we're grieving, that's a step forward. And we have to understand that grieving, is not just a, 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 a stagnant, um state of emotion it's multiple emotions that come and go at different times of the day at different days like you guys were were saying you can be sad about something right now and then a few hours later you can be high happy and and be okay and i think being okay with that emotional roller coaster is the key here that understand that your life has changed it's not the same anymore it possibly may may very well not be what it was again Mm -hmm. so that in itself is scary that in itself is sad that in itself can cause anger but there are also other things that have come into your life due to these changes that are probably good for your life as well and Mm -hmm. Being happy about those things doesn't mean that you have to neglect the fact that you have lost all the things. You just recognizing the good parts about your life right now and that's important. Recognize when you're sad, be sad, but then move on. Don't stay there and don't feel, um, don't feel bad if you have all the feelings as well. It's okay to have them mm-hmm. and move on from them.
0: And like you said, grief is not a stagnant state. It is a process. That's why I call it a grieving process. There are tons of steps to it. It's something that everyone works through on their own time. And as you said, the goal of grieving is that understanding and acceptance. Mm -hmm. Things are different, and can't necessarily change that. And you know, if we were to stop right here and say, "Okay, well that's it," it could be a very (laughs) you know upsetting feeling that we leave everyone with. Like, oh yeah, you know, everything's different accept that and be sad like that's part of it and then after Mm -hmm. once you get to that acceptance part that's when you start thinking what can i do right right because you're not going to be the one-man army that pushes covid-19 away you know you're not going to magically put things back to normal but you are in control of your own actions
1: so some of the sorry i didn't mean to no no you're fine some of, some of the things that uh, this article suggests, which I will give the name of the article so that people can uh, search search it and read it on their own, uh, is that to maintain social connection as m- much as possible. So text people, text your friends, check in, do Google Meets. If you guys had a book reading club, still do the book reading, reading club do it yeah. virtually yeah. do it through google me do it th- through facetime um call people um okay. if you have if you used to go out on fridays and go out for drinks or had a ladies nights or a guy's nights mm-hmm. you know have a drink at home with your friends via um visual um
0: google meets or
3: zoom
1: yeah google yeah. meets mm-hmm. or zoom or facetime any of those and do it like that and Mm -hmm. you don't have that physical connection but you still have that social connection which is so important Mm -hmm. and then do it even after uh this COVID issue keep keep Mm -hmm. it going keep checking in on people because it's not something that just when we go back to now that the i don't know about other states new york state is opening Mm -hmm. up
0: we're plugging along
1: right (laughs) and so we'll soon we'll be able to do more and more of the things that we used to do before, but you still have experienced some loss and there are people that we still try to deal with those losses. So keep checking in on people.
3: That made me think, Ingrid, when you were saying like, you know, stay in contact with people in different ways, at the very beginning of this whole thing my great-grandmother had her 98th birthday and as you can imagine we usually every year we go up and visit her she lives a few hours away but she lives in a nursing home and they you know we can't go in right now can't go see her her um staff at her nursing home were amazing and they got my great-grandmother on a Google Meets and the whole family was there and was so amazed that she could see That's everyone. Awesome. That's but yeah, cool. it was new and without our without staff we couldn't have done that. But yeah, just finding new ways to keep in contact with the people we love is so important. Right.
2: It is <laughs> and, very
0: important. And you know, finding those ways to kind of make yourself as whole as possible to try and keep those routines or that contact as close as possible is one of the best things you can do for your own mental health. You know, there's tons of research out there looking at various mental health crises that people go through, or even resiliency in young children. And the biggest indicator, one of the biggest indicators of success for people and their ability to make it through those situations is their social support network. You know, right now, we're all in a state of being mostly cut off from that social support. And it's up to us to then take that extra step and try and reestablish it. It's hard. And it's not something people always think about. But, yeah, you need to do it in new ways. You need to get creative and ways to connect with people. And that's going to be what helps people maintain, helps you maintain your mental health through this. Helps you get to the other side of all of it.
1: Right. Which is so important. Absolutely. So, I think that, um, I don't know, you guys have anything else to add to this topic?
0: I know we talked a lot in general about grieving but mm-hmm. you know i'm also thinking of how mm-hmm. grieving may apply to people more specifically who are either supported through various programs or living in residences or mm-hmm. you know families who might be supporting a loved one who has some challenges with right. a developmental disability and mm-hmm. if we just think for a second on how much more difficult that is for that person with a disability to be
1: grieving. right Oh, I can tell you, um, people that I work work with, one of the biggest grief that they've had to d- deal with since this thing broke out is not being able to participate in their programs. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, those are their jobs. they've had a routine. they woke up in the morning, they had breakfast, they got themselves ready, they went to work, and they socialized and they did their things, and then they came back home. They miss that tremendously. This has been very tough for people that I've worked with, I'm having to deal with. They've done it marvelously. I mean, they've really um, plowed through this grief and dealt with this.
0: Um, A lot of staff have been great. It's very important.
1: Yeah yeah and the staff have been very supportive and it really i am really very impressed as how we have worked through this and how strong and united we've become on you know i mean we wouldn't be here if it were, weren't for COVID. like this
0: this <laughs> podcast have would have it.
1: never happened
0: yeah it's important though to remember that all of the things we just talked about you know, trying to stay in contact with loved ones, make yourself whole, keep yeah. routines okay. as much as you can. That applies to your other loved ones and the people with developmental disabilities just as much, if not more, you know, so forgetting that, okay, these people are, they've lost, my kid has lost contact with all of his friends at school now, you know, and now he doesn't know what's going on every day. He doesn't have that consistent routine.
1: Right. All that
0: is stuff that we can change you know if you are struggling with you know your child's having a really tough time because they're grieving that loss of a routine well you can establish new routines you can do things like you know use a visual schedule to put together a schedule for the day and that now establishes a new routine and provides Mm -hmm. consistency and there are always little strategies little things you can do to try and kind of make it closer to normal that can help Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. do this Mm -hmm. trying time
1: you know what I also thought is another grief that people have experienced? A um, loss of opportunities. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. That's a bit, I, I, I think what if, I want one particular thing for the audience to take out of this is that is that grief, you can grieve many things, things that you wouldn't even consider you're grieving, you're grieving that. And that's one of the very abstract form of grieving. You know, loss of opportunity of things that I could have done
2: mm-hmm. that
1: I'm not able to do anymore because this is in the way.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Your plans, loss of plans that you have right. for the, for this upcoming year, are now all thrown into disarray. I'm right. sure everyone listening to this podcast knows at least one person who is going to get married this year, and at least one person whose wedding <clears throat> mine, is getting pushed <laughs> off <laughs> right here that's a very real loss that a lot of time gets lost in the thick of it because right. also with those more abstract losses it can feel a little dirty feeling bad for yourself now. right you know that's you're thinking there's so much else happening today there's mm-hmm. there are people in the hospital on ventilators or people losing their lives what right do i have to be upset about this right you have every right every you know, right absolutely different and that's still a loss Like Ingrid, like you said, there is a lot to be thankful for, and I'm sure there are silver linings people can find, you know, like, okay, hey, the planning's off, I don't need to worry about it. That's a big silver lining. Right. But it can, it's hard to get to that place where you can accept that it's okay for me to feel bad about this.
1: And you can't accept it unless you know that you're going through it. So it's all we want you to know is to recognize the feelings that some of you have been having out there. That's really all we want you to get out of this podcast.
0: So you better
1: recognize. Better recognize people. (laughs) Before I forget, I want to give you guys the name of the article that I was reading. It's called Grief and COVID-19 Warning Our by gone li- lives I didn't know what you know. it was written by Kristen weir i'm sorry guys it's w-e-i-r is her last name
0: Kristen weir yeah
1: there you right. go <laughs> and it's from the american psychological association just wanted to point that out which
0: i know i will be checking out after this
1: right <laughs> all right guys so alex you want to give us a little or, or kaylin kaylin would you like yeah. to try it Give us a little summary of what we talked about sure so
3: we have been chatting about grief how grief comes in a ton of forms how it comes with a ton of emotions how it's a roller coaster and you can take it day by day hour by hour um and just when you're feeling any of these things making sure you're connecting maybe in new ways maybe in you know established ways but connecting with people that you love and taking that time to feel your emotions acknowledge your emotions and then do whatever you can to move forward Um, because it does seem like we're going to be here for a while but we're all in it together
0: so we can help each other out
1: excellent alex you want to add something else
0: Uh, only thing i would add is remember you can only control what you can do Mm -hmm. keep that in mind when you're going through all these processes
1: right and stay focused on the right now guys don't worry about what happened yesterday or a minute ago or what's going to happen tomorrow or a minute after just focus on yourself (laughs) right now and deal with that that. (laughs) all right guys well have a good one
0: bye we'll talk to you next week